Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Blade Podcast, the podcast about film production and post production and branding and marketing. I am Lungile Maindi. I am your host. I run a production agency called Ironheart Films in Johannesburg, South Africa. In today's, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about pitching your film project in a step-by-step process. So this is my process. You might agree with it, you might not, but this is my process. Okay, cool, let's get into it. So I had the awesome, awesome opportunity to pitch for a film project here in South Africa to a government department called the IDC. And the IDC gives uh, film uh, loans to filmmakers and indie filmmakers senior medium um, that are have film projects and usually they fund people with 49 percent of their budget obviously it's a loan so you have to pay it back and um you have to get money somewhere else to 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 fill to 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 be able to fill your whole budget um but they help you with 49 percent of your budget and yes you have to pay it back with some interest and they gauge how much interest you have to pay back so I'm going to be going through my process that, so that you guys can film, learn from what I did and maybe it'll apply to other indie, uh, film investors that you guys talk to and hopefully you'll learn something. Okay, cool. I've got a presentation here. So this is my company logo and let's get into it. So this is what I did and this is what I learned from it. So I, the first thing I did, I knew that I had 10 minutes to pitch the project, so I had to do a lot of prep. So I had to get my script ready. I had to do a, a script breakdown, call sheets, shooting schedules, budgets. Um, I needed to do a whole schedule from pre-production, production to post, to marketing, up until theatrical di- uh, distribution. I had to know all these things. And I only had 10 minutes to pitch and tell them about my film project. So what I did is I made a PowerPoint presentation and I made it HD because it just looks better. And I try to put as much images as I could possibly put in versus words because I knew that they were going to be looking at me and looking at me pitch. And I also had to practice my pitch because I wanted to look confident. I wanted to look like I know what I'm talking about when I'm pitching. And also, I just you see, once you seem more confident, you're able to convince investors better because you seem like you know what you're talking about. I mean, you should know what you're talking about. Anyway, so I made a presentation, and here's what it looks like. So it started with my logo, and it just started with my film project. So my film project was canceled. So I told them about my project, and I said, I've got this film project, and the film title is cancelled uh cancelled uh my film project is a stylized techno psychological thriller thriller horror so i put all these images of certain films that are in the similar genres to paint a better picture of like this is the type of film that i'm making just in case people don't know what a techno psychological thriller horror is so and i explained uh techno thriller is a thriller which whose plot relies on modern technology from movies about hackers, internet, AI, and social media. So I made a cool presentation to paint the picture of the film. And I put some other posters so they can kind of see the world of the story and what type of movie I'm trying to make. And 
And one thing I had to explain, because you, know, you never know what people know, so I explained to them what an internet troll is, and I try to put pictures, and I explained to them that an internet troll is someone who makes false and abusive remarks on the internet, and cyber bullies and harasses people. So one of the characters in the movie is an internet troll, so I try to explain the world of the story. And... Next thing, I showed, I got some stills of similar films to kind of paint the picture of the world. So my film is about a, uh, a, a young man who, um, that is my computer buzzing and to replace my hard drive. Please ignore that, guys. But yeah, let me get to it. So, um, so yeah, after his best friend, uh, the story basically goes, after his best friend is cyberbullied into a suicide uh my main character works with a hacker to track down all the internet trolls responsible to get his revenge. And I wrote a little synopsis slash logline to tell them what the movie is about. So, and then I went on to describe the film tone and told them that the film is a combination of thriller, horror, and a revenge tale at the center of it. And the world of the story is that it's set against the dark side of the internet. I told them who I am. I made a little one-page CV. I didn't read this whole thing, but I just touched up on it, that I am a writer, director, producer, editor with so many years' experience. Sorry, you can't see this here. Um, and the brands I've worked with, the type of productions that I've worked with, because usually when you're pitching to someone, they don't know who you are. And I told them about all the different types of productions I I've run my production company, the type of content we make, content we've made before, like six indie short films, three web series, music videos, weddings, corporate videos, you name it. And then um, because investors want to know how your company is structured, I had to break it down in a visual form. So in my regard, the IDC wants to know the structure of the film production company and also the film production company. So... Um, if you might not know, most films, when they are produced, they are produced in a company. It's called a ring fence company. So everything that has to do with the film is done through that company. Once the film is done, you cannot do anything else with that company. Its only sole purpose is to handle all the transactions and all the things that have to deal with the film. Um, so it's called a SPV. I didn't know what a SPV was before until I did some research and I realized it's just a company for your film. Is just separate from your production company. It's a company for the film. So I described who, who are the people that are going to be in the, 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 that production company, who owns it. That was me, the executive producer, and these are the service providers I was going to employ. And also the shareholding structure for my company. I'm the producer, director, uh, uh, and writer, and these are the service providers I'm going to outsource. So uh, I had to also sh showcase who my project team members are and just the hierarchy of the different departments. Usually, obviously, bigger movies have bigger budgets and they can have like hundreds of crew members and costs. But because my film was a little bit smaller, it has less people in the film. And one of the requirements for the IDC is that they want you to have a transformation and skills development plan. So my plan was to have an intern for each different department. So as you can see, these orange squares, rectangles, I, show, I was showing them that we're going to have an intern for each department. Uh, and 
hopefully teach these interns what the different departments are about and help knit them job shadow and also pay them. Um, another thing that we're going to do in terms of skills development, we are going to we were going to record the whole process and make a 10-part, five-minute docu-series with links to free resources. So if anyone wants to make a film, they can learn from it. So obviously, this is a government department. Other finances don't care about these things, but usually a lot of government departments want you to give back when they are funding you for your film projects. Um, okay, cool. So I told them all about myself, that I've ran a... Um, a filmmaking meetup for a year in Johannesburg. I just showed them pictures of the different meetups that I've ran. And then I presented the budget to them. This was a high-level overview of the budget, which, would, which was talking about the above the line, uh, the production costs, production expenses, and basically the full budget of, of how much everything costs to make the film. Okay, cool. What they also wanted was a finance plan. So, for instance, the IDC, they only want you to, they only fund 49% of your production. That's just how the, this government department works. So, I had to show them where I was going to get the rest of the money. So, this is obviously the title, the full amount of the, of the, of the movie. And what I was asking for was 49% of the budget. And I was prepared to defer some of my fees the money that I'm putting into the production, which would be 22% of the um, of the of the production, and so I would defer my script fees, directing fees, editing fees, and edit pay fees, because these are the fees that I was going to pay someone else if I was hiring a writer or a director or editor or an edit suite. And luckily, here in South Africa, we are lucky to work with different government departments. The DTI uh, offers uh, film rebates and tax rebates up to 35% or 45%, but you can check them out on their website. So my plan was to apply for 28% of the budget from the DTI, and this what was the amount was going to be. So the whole budget is compromising of the 49% from the IDC, the deferred fees, and the DTI rebate that I was going to apply for. As I was pitching, I learned that I was supposed to go to the DTI first and have a letter of uh, confirmation that they were willing to give me a rebate for this production and then come to them so I just did it the other way but it was just a lesson okay cool so another thing they wanted sales projections so what I did is I went to box office mojo and I looked at the movies that are similar to my movie in terms of genre and how, looked at how much they made in our local box office this was just like the local box office not even the global one to say this is movies in my uh, genre the, the one that made the, the, the least money was Searching. Um, one that made the most money was Red Sparrow, which was sort of in the similar genre as my movie. Um, and then I had to present a film recruitment plan. Basically, this is how much money you're going to make back. And obviously, because it's a loan, you have to pay them back. So you need to have a plan in terms of how much money you're looking to make and where you're going to get this money from. So my plan was that the movie was going to make $2 million at the theatrical release. Uh, we're going to make 500 k from selling the broadcast rights. Sorry about that. Uh, selling it to online, airlines, uh, uh, selling it to alternate VOD uh, platforms. And we were planning to do an academic tour where we take the movie to different schools and um, present the movie and then charge them for playing the movie and for a speaking fee. 
and to host a film premiere where we sell tickets to the movie and sell food and sell everything down to the bottle water so we can try and recoup the money back. And this is what the, the money we thought we were going to be able to make back. So it's just nice to know where you're going to make the money back. Because at, at the end of the day, a film project is a business. You have to make money back. You have to make a profit. So it's good to have a plan. And just one thing I learned is that there's something called a distribution waterfall. So if the movie made $2 million at the theater, what was going to happen is a distributor was going to take 40 65%. A uh, sales agent was going to take 10 to 15%, and then the next person to get... So once the money is made, that $2 million is made from revenue, it goes into uh, uh, the company or an extra account, and then the distributor takes the 40 to 65%. Then the next person to get paid is a sales agent who takes 10 to 15%. Then the next person is the investor who who, who get their money back. Usually they have a deal where it's first money in, first money out they get their money plus 20 percent and other investors also would follow they would get their money back plus 20 percent and if i had deferrals if i maybe paid the the cost and crew half in order to make up for the production budget they would also then get paid and then what's left would go to the producers so this is just something to think about in terms of film sales and how much you get in the back end and how all this money is distributed in the end Okay, cool. So this is just a basic uh, example. That, that was just a quick uh, run through of the film pitch and my step-by-step process. But now I'm going to talk about how did I put, put together the budget, uh, what was my plan, and how, well, what steps did I follow. Okay, first I got the script and I made a script breakdown. Right. So I broke it down in terms of, in terms of the props. Um, look, like how many props we need, what are those props, what are the, how many cast members, costumes, locations, and recorded everything in the script, special effects, the graphics, animation, and I put costs to it, right? Next thing, I came up with a shooting schedule to see how, much, how many days we're going to shoot the movie, which was 12 days. And then from that, I knew, okay, if an actor is 4,000 rand a day and I'm shooting for 12 days, their rate is 12 times 14. And I calculated that in terms of the props and everything else. Another thing I had to calculate is storage costs. And in, t- in order to calculate storage costs, I need to know what camera we're using, what the resolution we're shooting at, and what codec. So once you know these things, you can ask a DP or technical person, or sometimes you can Google it, and then you know if like we shoot 100 hours of footage, which is 4K with a red camera, how much space is that going to make? And then if that space is like... 5 terabytes or 8 terabytes then you know you need 8 that that space 8 terab- uh, eight terabyte drive times 3 then that translates to the cost of storage because you can't keep the footage in one place you have to back it up on multiple drives and then we broke down in terms of the cost how many cost members we need how many days and what are their different day rates that helped me put all those numbers in the budget then we had to calculate insurance so i reached out to a lot of insurance companies and told them we're shooting this movie for 12 days this is the location this is the basic story so when i was getting a quote from the insurance company they asked uh, me to send the list of the key key cost and crew members their location their equipment cost um and then they would 
gave me tell me how much they would show each item for they asked a lot of questions in terms of where is the gear going to be stored when we're shooting and when we're not shooting which ca which cars are they going to be traveling with is there going to be someone responsible for these things so obviously this is just like to ensure if anything breaks they can pay them back so i had to add the insurance cost to the budget another thing i need to get a completion guarantee insurance so this is like a bond so basically this is for investors to know that if something happens the film doesn't get paid the bond will pay them back so the bond the bond people are the ones that make sure that you feel finish the film project they want to make sure that you finish the film project so they don't have to pay the investors so they are making sure that the project goes smoothly and they hold the producers accountable so these are the things that i had to add to the film project budget and uh, just to show you, showing you guys how to put together a budget, maybe I'll drop a link below in this video so you guys can see how to put together your budget. Obviously, you can see this is a cast member. This is how many days they're going to be working in. And these are the rates and the, and the subtotals. Also, in this budget that I used, that I got from Studio Binder, it has different uh, departments. As you can see here, this is the rate for the interns. Uh, the director I think that we're gonna have eight interns and this is like a two a weekly rate or, or week rate for two weeks I don't remember what the cost was but this is how much we're gonna pay the interns and then we had to calculate the producers rate uh, how much we're gonna pay them for the whole project um, and then we also had to calculate post cost so in terms of how much how long is it gonna take so we thought it, the edit the film project was going to take three months so that's three times 24 times a daily rate and you get that price there the cost of hiring the edit bay i had to google that and find out hiring a designer and an animator to do the effects and the title sequences obviously the more effects you have the more days the designer is going to need and the animator is going to need and then we have to calculate how much post sound is going to cost this is just an example of how much post sound costs so i emailed different um sound production companies and i said hey i'm making this movie it's this type of movie how much would you, how much would it cost and what are the different things that you're going to deliver and how many hours would it take so after getting the different comparisons this one production company sent me sound company sent me this quote saying they're going to do 40 hours of sound design 40 hours of editing, ADR and labor, and the final mix, 16 hours, mastering the film, uh, doing a Dolby digital stereo mix and a Dolby digital 5.1 mix. This is a mix for the, the, the cinema. So you have to know all these things. Maybe sometimes you can speak to an audio person and tell them I'm delivering to cinema. These are the things I need to deliver. Stereo is usually for TV and uh, some VOD platform. So it's good to know all these things that they do and the things that you have to think about. And these were the costs for post-sound post-production. Another thing I had to think about was legal things. And so I found a cool small uh, legal firm that does uh, contracts for small startups because we are still small, a small production company. We asked them to do a contract for us and this is a code that they gave us. So a contract contract we're going to use for all our crew people um i should have gotten more, more asked them for more contracts like in terms of like the locations and stuff like that and uh, uh, music rights contracts and all of that another cost that is hidden 
is here in South Africa, we have the FEB, which is a film and publication board. So what they do is they rate your movie. So usually you need to register for, with them for like a thousand rand. And once you have a new movie, in order for it to play in cinema, you have to send it to them and pay for a rating. And they will rate your movie. And then you can put their logo and say, my movie is 16LV or whatever that is. I mean, you don't choose. They tell you according to their classifications. So this is another cost to think about. Then, if you are buying the script, you have to calculate how much that's going to be, uh, printing script copies, and that's pretty much it, guys. So if you want to pitch a film project, these are the things that you need to think about. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of prep. You don't just thumb suck because everything matters. So I hope you guys learned something from this video. I hope you. this is my step-by-step process of putting together a film pitch. And hope you guys learned something. And if you have questions or if you want the template, I can send this to you guys. Or I can put a link in the description below uh, in this video. And you guys can tell me if you are impressed, not impressed, or you have questions and stuff like that. I hope this video was helpful. And until next time, guys, peace out.